Sponsored by Rabbi Shlemi and Mirla Greenwald. This is a sicha from Lakota Sichis, Chedek Yud Aleph, Parsha Shmais, Sicha Aleph. And the topic of the sicha is that in this week's Parsha, we learn the Pasuk of Vayemer Lekim Al Meisha, Hashem said to Meisha, Eye Asher Eye, I will be what I will be. And we learn the teaching of the Medrash on it about the Geula from Mitzrayim. And there are four parts of the sicha. The Rebbe will, number one, explain the Medrash. Number two, present how the final Geula will be different than the Geula from Mitzrayim. Number three, ask how it can be that some Yidin weren't part of the Geula from Mitzrayim. And number four, ask what's the explanation for the final Geula being different where there every single Yid will be part of the Geula. On the Pasuk of Vayemer Elokim al that Hashem said to Moshe, I will be what I will be. So it says in the Medrash, Amar Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yechanan said, is only biyechidim, as we'll learn in the next section of the Sicha, that when it says, it indicates that to some, Hashem will be their God, and to others, He won't, based on the person's choice. So Rabbi Yechanan said, that only applies biyechidim, by individuals, but when we're talking about the Rabbim, the whole, the entirety of Kla Yisrael, then it's by force, even when they don't want it as what's good for them. And it'll even be that it's breaking their teeth, still, I will rule over them, I will be their king. Shenemar, he brings a Pasuk from Yecheskel, Chai Ani Nu'um Hashem Alekim, Imloi Biyod Chazaka Gamer Emloich Aleichem. Even if it's by force, I will be your king. So Mepharshim explained the Medrash as follows, that when it says, La'asher Eye, which means that Hashem being Alekim is by choice, and therefore only La'asher Eye, so when it says Eye, Asher Eye, we read it to say Eye, La Asher Eye. I will be to the one that will make me be theirs. So that idea that it's by choice, the Medrash is telling us is only said about individuals. However, by the Rabbim, so there Hashem won't allow them to remove the yoke of heaven and Emlech Aleichem by force. And indeed, that's how it was by Mitzrayim. That even though there were a number of Rishayim among the Yidin, nevertheless, since they were part of the Klal, they were part of the Rabbim, so therefore they were also part of the Gula. And from this it's understood that even though the Pasuk that's being brought over here of Biyad Chazaka Gaimer Emlech Aleichem refers to the manner of the Gula from the days of Yecheskel and onwards, including the final Gula, because this is a Pasuk from Yecheskel, so it refers to that point and on. Nevertheless, it also hints to the Gula from Mitzrayim that it too was Biyad Chazaka. So this Pasuk is referring also to the Gula of Mitzrayim. At the same time, like the Medrash says, Hashem's use of the Yad Chazaka by Mitzrayim was only to force the Rabbim, but not in regards to the individuals. Like it says in the Medrash, and like it indeed says in the Medrash, that those Rishayim who didn't want to leave Mitzrayim, they died in the three days of darkness. Now at first glance we could say that since this Pasuk of Biyad Chazaka Emlech Aleichem refers to the final Gula, and nevertheless, the Medrash learns from it in regards to the Gula of Mitzrayim, that there too, Rishayim were included in the Gula. So, so too we can learn from the Gula, from Mitzrayim to the final Gula, and say that the Biyar Chazaka Emlech Aleichem only refers to the Rabbim.
not only Klal Yisrael, but it doesn't refer to individuals, those who don't want to leave the, the Golos, they will remain in Golos, they won't be part of the Gula, just like it was in Mitzrayim. And this means, if we're going to say this, that the promise of the Torah, that Veshavta Ad Hashem Gamer, that Yidim will do Tshuva, and Veshav Hashem Gamer, and Hashem will bring the Gula, which is saying that Seif Yisrael lost his Tshuva B'Seif Golosan, that Yidin will eventually do Tshuva by the end of the Golos, Umiyad Heine Golan, and then they will immediately be redeemed, that's what it's saying in the Pasuk, Veshafta, you will do tshuva, Yidim will do tshuva, Veshav, and then Hashem will bring the Gula. We're going to have to say that that is only said about the Rabbim in Klai Yisrael, but not individuals, and those who don't want to leave the Golas won't leave the Golas. However, in truth, we cannot say this. And like it says clearly in Rashi, in the Pasuk of, this Pasuk of Veshav Hashem Alekecha, that Hashem will bring the Gula, Rashi says that it refers to each and every individual. Rashi says, Oichaz beyod of Mamesh, Ish, Ish. He'll hold their hands, literally every single person, to look to Echad Echad Bnei Yisrael. Every single Yid will be gathered. And this is a result of what it says in the beginning of the Pasuk, V'shafta Ad Hashem That Seif Yisrael lasts Tshuva B'Seif Gulusen, which means that this Tshuva refers to each individual. Every single individual Yid will do Tshuva. And therefore every single individual Yid will be part of the Gula. And the Alter Rebbe also writes this, he says that each year, every year, certainly their end will be to do tshuva, because nobody will be fully pushed off. And according to this, all Rishayim, even those who won't want to leave the Gullahs, are included in this. That Hashem will also awaken them to tshuva and take them out of Gullahs. And like it says clearly in the Pasuk, that Vahaya Bayema, who it'll be on that day, you talk about Shefer Gadol, it'll be blown with a great Shefer. That also the Oivdim and Endachim, those who don't want to leave the Golas, they will also come and they will also be part of the Gula. And like we spoke a number of times about the answer to the Ben Rasha, that said by the Haggadah, in the Haggadah, by the Seder, he said, And the question is, what are we trying to tell him? Are we trying to push him off by saying, if you were there, you wouldn't have left Mitzrayim, you wouldn't have been part of the Gula? That the explanation is that we're telling him if you were there, you wouldn't have left the Gullahs. You wouldn't have been part of the Gula. But in the final Gula, in this Gullahs, you will be part of the Gula. And that's connected to what was done, what was changed by Matan Terah, where Hashem said, Hashem which accomplished that Hashem, Hashem became of each and every individual Yid. And so by the Gula Asida, by the final Gula, each and every Yid, even those who won't want to leave, will be part of the Gula. And this difference between the final Gula and the Gula of Mitzrayim is a result of what was accomplished by Matan Torah, that Anechi Hashem of each and every individual Yid, that for each Yid, Anechi Hashem is Elekecha, Kechacha, and Chayuscha. However, we have to understand over here two things. There are two questions. The first question is, the reason Hashem took the Yidin out of Mitzrayim is like it says in the Pasuk in our Parsha, that B'ni B'chayri Yisrael, that the Yidin are Hashem's son, firstborn son, I'm saying to you, send my son, free my son from Mitzrayim. Meaning that it's because of the skashras of a father to his sons. That's where the Gula came from. That's why Hashem took the Yidin out of Mitzrayim. And this refers to each Yid, even the lowliest ones, since this Kashrus of our father. And this son is Tivis, it's nat- natural, and Atzmas is connected to the essence of the person, which doesn't change, it's not impacted by the child changing. And like Chazal indeed say, Benkach, Benkach, Atim, Kruyim, Bonim, 
no matter what you're called, Banim, my sons, and Lachlifim, Bum, Acheres, Eni Yachal. And Hashem says, I can't exchange the Yidin for another another nation. If so, if the Gula came about because of the Skashras that Hashem has to Yidin, which is the Skashras of, of a father to his son, so why didn't all Yidin leave by Yitzhak Mitzrayim? All Yidin should have been included in that, because we see that this connection of a father to his son is something which is natural, and it's Atzmi, and it's not something which could change. So why were some Yidin included in the Gula and some Yidin not? All Yidin should have been included in the Gula from Mitzrayim. And the second question is, in Mitzrayim, there were many types of Rishayim, and even Yidin that were Oiv De'avid and to the extent that when the Yidin left Mitzrayim, it says that Pesel Micha Imayim, some Yidin brought along with them Aved Zara. And nevertheless, even though there were many types of Rishayim, and even Evda Aved Zara Mitzrayim, nevertheless, these Yidin merited Yitzhak Mitzrayim. And so the question is, why didn't those who didn't want to leave also merit Yitzhak Mitzrayim? So the first question is, why didn't all Yidin merit Yitzhak Mitzrayim without exception? Since it comes from the Yitzhak Mitzrayim came from the Kesher Atzmi that Hashem has to every Yid, which can never be changed. And the second question is, focusing specifically on the group that didn't merit, why was it that group specifically, that those who didn't want to leave, they didn't merit Yitzhak Mitzrayim? So this will be understood by first explaining the Indian of Kapara Siyam HaKippurim. So we're going to go into the side discussion, we're going to explain a certain idea, and based on what we explain over here, we're going to answer our two questions. When it comes to the Indian of Kapara Siyam HaKippurim, the opinion of Rebbe is that Al-Kol Aver on all Averis in the Torah, Bein Asa Tshuva, whether a person did Tshuva for doing these Averis, and Bein Lei Asa Tshuva, whether a person did not do Tshuva for doing these Averis, Yom Kippur Mechaper, Yom Kippur atones for all the Averis. However, Rebbe agrees that by Karasta Yema, if a person did an Avera on Yom Kippur, that's something connected to the Isurim of Yom Kippur itself, Karas of this day of Yom Kippur, so then Yom Kippur isn't Mechaper. Yom Kippur doesn't atone for that Avera. And here too we can ask, since Al-Kol Avera Yom Kippur Mechaper, since Yom Kippur atones for all Averas in the Torah, meaning when we say all Averas, it means even for severe Averas. So why isn't it Mechaper and Karas why is this specific type of era, this specific type of Avera, an Avera of Karis connected to the day of Yom Kippur itself, why isn't Yom Kippur Mechaper on that as well? It's Mechaper al-Kol Averis, on all Averis, without exception, even severe ones. So why this Avera specifically, this type of Avera specifically, Karis Yema, Yom Kippur doesn't, doesn't atone for? And the Ragachava explains and answers this question as follows. He says, since the Chait, the Avera of Karas Yema is in the Inyan Yom Kippur itself. So Yom Kippur itself is what caused the Chait. We're talking about a person who was Aver Karas Yema. He did something that the day says, if you do it, you get Karas. So it comes out that Yom Kippur itself is what caused the Chait. If it wasn't Yom Kippur, it wouldn't be a Chait to eat. It's only because it's Yom Kippur that it's a Chait to eat. If so, the cause of the Chait can also be what's Mechaper. We can't say the Yom Kippur that caused the Chait is also Mechaper on the Chait. Because Ein Kateger Nasa Saneger, there's a concept that the thing that is the prosecutor that brings the Avera can also be the defense. And so Yom Kippur, which is what brought the Avera, can also be the thing to defend and protect the person from the Avera. And in the signet of Teres Chassidus, on Yom Kippur, the Etzim Eskashvus of a Yid Telekus is revealed. That's what happens in Yom Kippur. 
the etzim hiskashus that a yid has telukus that's not dependent and based on the avoid of a yid, that hiskashus, that connection is revealed. And in that place of that etzim hiskashus, there's no weight to any chait. The chait doesn't have any weight. However, by karas the yema, that means the person is opposed to the day of Yom Kippur itself. Because the person is not keeping the day of Yom Kippur. They're not doing what they're supposed to do on this day. So since the person is opposing the revelation of this Iskashrus, so therefore the Iskashrus can't help with being mechaper for the chet, because the person is opposing it, and not giving place for this Iskashrus to be revealed, and to have its impact. So in Teres HaChassidus, the way it comes out, is not that in Kateger, Nasa Saneger, but rather the thing that brings about the Kapara, is unable to be revealed, the Iskashrus can't be revealed, because the person is opposing that Iskashrus. And if the person is opposing that is kashrus, and it can't be revealed, so then automatically the Avera remains, because the thing that could take away that Avera is not here. And similarly here, when it comes to Yetzirah Mitzrayim, this Eros, the awakening, and the Gilo, the revelation from above, to take the Yidin out of Mitzrayim, it resulted from the Gilo of the Iskashrus of Hashem to the Yidin as a father to a son. And since this Iskashrus is a Iskashrus Atmos, they can't have any changes, so therefore all, all Yidin left Mitzrayim, even the Rishayim, because like we said, no matter what a Yid does, even if a person, even if a Yid is a Russia, still, they still are sons of Hashem, and they have the Skashras Atzmas to Hashem. However, those Rishayim who didn't want to leave Mitzrayim, and wanted to remain Avadim Avadim, they wanted to be slaves of slaves, they wanted to be slaves of the Mitzrayim, and not slaves of Hashem, which is the opposite of being Avodai, the slaves and servants of Hashem. And certainly it's the opposite of being Bni Bechayri. So since they were opposing the Gili of the Skashras itself, so this Gili cannot help them with the Gula from Mitzrayim, which is like the idea of Ein Kateger Nasa Saneger. The thing that's going to bring the Yidin out of Mitzrayim is the Iskashos Atzmas. A Yid who doesn't want that Iskashos Atzmas, so then they can't get the benefit of that Iskashos Atzmas. They're opposing it, so it can't serve as something which helps them. And so that's why not all Yidin left Mitzrayim, and the ones who didn't leave were specifically those who didn't want to leave, which means they were opposing the very thing that would allow them to leave, the Iskashos Atzmas that we have, that a Yid has with Hashem. However, it's still not understood. There's a difficulty over here now that we answered our first two questions. And that is, just like the desire not to leave Golos, oppose the Iskashras of Hashem to Bni B'chayri Yisrael by the Gula before Matan so so too it opposes, it opposes the Iskashras that was added by Matan of Anoichi Hashem Alekecha, which brings to the final Gula. We said earlier in the Sikha that only in Gaul's Mitzrayim was it Eye Lasher Eye. That it was only to those who wanted to leave, but not for those who didn't want to leave. But in the Gula Sida, in the final Gula, it'll be for everyone. And that's because of the Chiddush of Matan Teira, that our Neichi Hashem Alekecha, that our Neichi Hashem is the Kayach and Chayas of every Yid individually. However, the question is that just like by Gaul's Mitzrayim, those who didn't want to leave, they were opposing the Iskashos of Hashem to Bni B'chayri Yisrael. And so therefore, that Iskashos couldn't bring about the Geula for them. So so too by the Gula Asida, by the final Geula, for those Yidin who won't want to leave, we should say that it opposes the Iskashos that was added by Matan Teira. 
And if so, according to the rule of Ein Kateger Nasasaneger, how will there be the final Gula for those who, who won't want to leave the Gullus? Now we're going to move on to answering the question. And with the answering this question, we're going to conclude the Sikha. And the answer is quite a long answer. There's really a lead up into the answer. We're going to present a certain idea and based on that, answer the question. But we framed it here that the whole thing is an answer. And the ideas that are going to be presented here are quite deep. And we're not going to focus so much on understanding these ideas as much as the flow and structure of the Sikha and how it answers the question. So in the Chiddush and the greatness of Matan Terah, we find two things. Number one is that at Matan Terah, Hashem chose the Yidin. As this is seen also in Halacha, that when a person says in Birchus Krishma, Uvan Uvacharta, they should remember Matan Terah. As it's brought down in Halacha, that all Sheish Sechiris are mentioned, that they should be remembered at different parts of either Birchus Krishma or within Krishma itself. So that's one thing that happened at Matan Terah. Hashem chose the Yidin, there was the Bechir of Hashem in the Yidin. And number two is that Yidin became a Shubid and they became a Vadam of Hashem. We became servants of Hashem. Like the Maimar Azal, that Oizen Shashama Allah Harsinai Kilibne Yisrael Avadim. That Harsinai is connected to the Yidin being Avadim, servants of Hashem. And as it's written, Baytziacha, and this is an hour parsha, Baytziacha Esa Ami Mitzrayim, so Tavdun Esa Likim Allah Harazah. So we see that that Ma'antara is connected to the, to the union of Avdos. And as we'll see later in the answer, these two things are connected. The idea of the Bechira, of Hashem and Yidin, and the Yidin becoming Avadim are connected. Now the Chiddush and the greatness and the advantage of the Skashros of Hashem to Yidin through the Bechira of Yidin, over Yidin being Banim, what's the greatness of the Bechira over Banim? Banim was before and Bechira was was only by Matan Terah, only came about by Matan Terah. So it'll be understood from Bechira, from Bechira by a person. We see clearly that when a person chooses something, the desire for what they chose is greater than their desire to something that they naturally desire. So there's things that a person naturally desires, and then there are things that a person chose. And we see that the desire a person has, and the pull that they have to the thing that they chose is greater than to the things that they naturally desire. And the reason for this is, the definition of the teva of a person, the nature of a person, is the gdarm of their metzias. The, the type of person that a person is, there's different types of personalities, different types of people, and the teva means what type of person this person is. And therefore, when a person desires something because of their teva, because of their nature, the intensity of their desire is according to the intensity of their teva. And so it's a limited thing. However, true pchira, which true pchira is when there are no reasons for the Bechira. Because if there's a reason for the Bechira, then it's not real Bechira. The person didn't cho- choose the thing. The person was compelled to choose it. True Bechira is that the person has no reason for the Bechira. But rather, it's the person chose it because they wanted to choose it. So that comes from a person's atmos, from the essence of a person. If there's nothing pulling the person to choose it, so why are they choosing it? It's because they attach themselves from the atmos of their being to it. So... That comes from the atmos of a person that transcends the gdarm of one's teva. And like we see indeed in Pchira itself, that a person is able to choose something which is against the teva, against what the teva desires. So we see that Pchira is greater and deeper and more powerful than what a person naturally wants. When the person wants something because of their Pchira, it's much greater. And therefore a person could choose and will then want something which is against what their teva desires. And similarly, it's above by Hashem. 
the desire and love of Hashem to Yidin, because we are banim lamakim, that we are sons to Hashem, children of Hashem, is similar to the desire and love of a father to a son. Meaning that it's a skashus from a tzir and prina pratis. It's from the teva, it's a natural thing. So, like we said earlier, something which is ingrained in the nature of a person is is a specific thing, whatever it may be, it's a prina pratis, and it's a place of a tzir, it has a defined form that it takes on, and it has limitations. However, by Matan Torah, when Hashem chose Yidin, which like we said, prayer comes from the atzmos, of the one choosing, so the skashers is from the very atzmos, the very essence of Hashem that transcends any description. It's not a prina pratis, it doesn't have a tzir, it's from the very essence of Hashem. And this deeper connection affected the skashers of Yidin to Hashem, that it shouldn't be, that it shouldn't just be based on their teva, but rather because of their atzmos. So it's from the Atmos of Hashem, and it became ingrained in part of the Atmos of Yidin. And this is found in the Yidin becoming Avadim by Matan Torah. That's connected to Avadim. So now we're making the connection, like we said at the beginning, towards the beginning of the answer, that these two ideas that were in Eschadosh, they came about Matan Torah, the Bechir of Hashem and Yidin, and Yidin becoming Avadim are connected to one another. As it's explained in Hemshech Samachvav, the difference between a Ben and an Eved, between a son, a child, and a servant. That the way a ben serves Hashem is like it's his teva, just like a son is drawn to his father. However, it's not avoda from one's own kayach and pchira. It's just the nature. There's no, there's no avoda that was done with the person's kayachas. And it wasn't pchira. It's the nature that a son is drawn to their father. And so it's not called avoda at all. However, however, the avoda of an evid is not based on their teva. And to the contrary, it's the opposite of their teva. What is an Evid? Rather, it's that a person on their own and with their own Kayach chose to connect and serve Hashem, to be a servant to Hashem, to the extent that one becomes entirely butter, bottle, they put aside their entire existence. It's not what they want to do, but they put aside their entire existence, and their whole existence becomes the existence of the Odin. And so that's connected to the very essence of the person, just like the idea of Pchira. Now we're able to answer our original question. According to this, we'll understand the difference between the Geula from Mitzrayim, where over there, those who didn't want to leave, did not leave Mitzrayim, they weren't in the Geula, and the final Geula, where there, everyone will leave the Golas. The Skashos of Yidin, as Bonim, comes from our Teva, and therefore, a Yid can oppose this connection by using their Bechira, which comes from the Atmos of a person, which is higher than the Teva of the person. So since the skashas of Banim comes from the place of a person's teva, a person has the ability to go deeper into their atzmus and use their bechira to oppose the, 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 their teva of being a ben, of being a son. And so those who did that by Golis Mitzrayim, they didn't leave Mitzrayim. They weren't part of the gula. However, the skashas of Yidin, because Hashem chose the Yidin and Matan Terah, that comes from Hashem's Atzmas. And therefore, it caused our connection to Hashem to also be from our Atzmas. And it's understood that it is unable to oppose this skashas that comes from their Atzmas, because it's the very essence of who we are. Since it's the essence, it's the essence of Yid's existence in the deepest of places, so that's something that can never be opposed. And therefore, it's understood that eventually this prayer will be revealed and every yid will choose Hashem, and Saif Yisrael lasis tshuva b'seif gulusan u'miyad hein negalin. Ultimately, eventually, every yid will do tshuva, will return to Hashem, and immediately be 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 part of the gula. And so, when it comes to this deeper thing, 
it's impossible for you to oppose it because it's the very essence of who they are. And when they are opposing it, it's because they're not in touch with their true essence. Because that's what Matan Torah accomplished, that it became the very essence of a Yid. That they are connected to Hashem. And so therefore, it's impossible to oppose it. And so ultimately, every Yid will do tshuva, umiyad hein